What if the whole family of God said, let's start the year together seeking the face of God. Let's do this as a church. Like, let's make this a, let's be a place. You know, the scripture said, you know, Jesus is like, my, my house shall be a house of prayer. The temple should be a house of prayer. And part of that is what prepares about is just learning to pray and trust God. And as a church, providing space for people to jump into that. Welcome to Keystone Conversations, our podcast on the topics and issues important to the Keystone family. Our hope is to give you insight, wisdom, and resources as you press on to know and follow Jesus. Pastor Brett Minter, Happy New Year, my friend. Happy New Year to you. Oh Here we goodness. are. What has happened to 2022? It's gone and it's it's new. I love it. I love New Year's. I keep looking back and thinking of the things I might have missed, but you know, new year, new beginnings, new starts, and that's what we're doing here at Keystone. It's a brand new year, and there is something that maybe many of our people don't aren't aware is happening and isn't a rhythm of ours, but that's prepare. Yeah. Prepare is coming up January 9th, or I'm sorry, 8th, 9th, 10th, and 11th. And for our people, Brent, just walk us through, because to some of us, you know, we have a lot of people in and out, a lot of new people. Where exactly did prepare come from? It's kind of a, a very, a little bit of a vague concept. Walk us through the origin story of it. Yeah. I mean, if you were here last year in January, we did it and it was kind of our maiden voyage. And uh, really, let me just give you a little bit of why and how it came about. Um, there's a few things just personally that there's really near and dear to my heart here is that I always love New Year's. I'm not a New Year's resolution guy, right. but I'm a deep and through December, a lot of reflection and a lot of like, God, what are you inviting me into into the next year? I spend a lot of time doing that. So I love fresh starts. Mm. On the hills of that, I thought, man, what would it be like if there, if we could do that all together as a church? And I actually, there was a church in Texas that I saw do this very well as every year. They started just like, hey, we're going to meet for three straight days mm-hmm. and we're going to start the year uh, meeting with God. And so Carrie and I actually, oh, you know, several years back started tuning into that because one of my friends worked oh, at that church. And I remember sitting even in our living room, we call it the upper room in our house and uh, in our living room and one night just being moved to tears because it was just like hearing people worship. It's the beginning of a new year, kind of mm-hmm. messages that spur that on. It's fantastic. And, you know, part, we'll talk about this in a little bit is fasting as well. And so sure. where did that come across? Because that's something that people, depending on your familiarity with what we're doing here, that's kind of like, whoa, what are we doing with fasting? And even the fasting part is really tied to my history. Early on when I started walking with Jesus, I was desperate to know him and know his Mm -hmm. will in my life, just in this season of life. And I didn't know much, but even like a 17, 18-year-old boy uh, began to trust the Lord and go into some fast to just trust him for some things in my life so I could hear and see what he was doing. And that became a hallmark through my life over the years. And so let's let's throw them all together. We really took a model from a church in Texas that we thought had done this really well. Mm-hmm. And I brought it to our elders last year. and was like, hey, I've got this idea. We're through with Unfinished. I'd love to start the year. And our elders are so generous to do that, to let us do that last year. And it was just such an incredible, sweet success. Um, what's interesting is, is uh, you actually have no clue what uh, Prepare no, is. No, I do not. Because you Guilty had- a virus. I don't know if you tested Co- for COVID it. part two. COVID part two. <laughs> <laughs> Guess yeah. what? The sequel is never as good as the original. Yeah, yeah. So you were an elder at home, going, "I hope God meets with you because I'm meeting with sickness." And yes. so I got it, the fasting down pretty well. That's yeah, good. So yeah, it was forced. Like it. it was not spiritual. <laughs> so that's a little bit of where it comes from. Is just this heart, and I'd seen a model of what if uh, the whole family of God said. 
let's start the year together seeking mm. the face of God. And what a great concept. That's that's where it came from. And speak just for a moment, because this is one of the things where we talk about the leading of the Holy Spirit, you know, corporately, but this is something you personally in that as as God spoke to you and led you through your devotions and your private time and all that, this was something that he laid on your heart is as hey, let's let's take yeah. the church through this. Yeah, I think it's why I just said our elders are so kind because you know, our there was zero disagreement or like everyone's right. like Oh, this is new. We trust mm-hmm. you, Brent. I mean, you, nine times out of ten, we're doing things that we've always done, and we're reiterating and those sort of kinds of things. But just a um, my thankfulness of just like, man, I felt like let's do this as a church. Like, mm. let's make this a let's be a place. You know, the scripture said, you know, Jesus is like my my house shall be a house of prayer. The temple should be a house of prayer. Mm. And part of that is what prepares about is just learning to pray and trust God. And as a church, providing space for people to jump into that. So, yeah. Well, we're coming off a, a season, a holiday gathering season, where a lot of people's rhythms involve a larger group and just you have traditions, you're sitting back, there's things you look forward to in a set space, whether it's reminiscing, whether it's catching up. And as you think through kind of the tentpole features of Prepare, what are some of those things that as we gather the church, which again, in this size of group, yeah, people go to their services, but as this size of group and this time over three days, this is a rare event for us. We're kind of the, the cornerstone tentpoles of, of what's going on here. Yeah, so the, the call here is kind of a three a threefold thing, and it's going to manifest itself in a lot of different ways, but the first is prayer. Mm. Um, as we enter in the year, I think that we should... Uh, ask, seek, and knock, that we should say, God, what are you doing this year? That, God, these are the biggest needs in my life this year, and I'm just going to put a tent stake in the ground and say, God, I need you to come through in this area. I mm-hmm. need your wisdom in this area, and it's really so helpful for us to do that. In fact, you're if you come in on Sunday morning, you're going to get a book that's going to really, we're going to press you into, is like, what are some of the major prayers you need to pray this year that you need to trust God for? Um, and we want you to articulate that. A phrase that is always helpful for me when in our spiritual walk is, you can't tame it unless you can name it. Mm-hmm. Some of our people have deep burdens in their hearts, but they've never named it in a prayer and come back to that prayer and trusted God and even looked back. And so prayer is huge. Number two is fasting. Okay. And you know, prayer and fasting are, they're not synonyms, but they're in the same space in sure. the scripture, right? Mm-hmm. And um, while that's a, maybe a new concept to some of us, it's a completely common uh, concept in the New Testament and um, and Jewish Old Testament as well. So for us, the idea for fasting is, is we've given a lot of resources. In fact, if you go to keystonelife.com slash prepare, you'll see some videos about fasting, some articles about fasting, because we want to equip you because that might be something really new. But at the very basic of this is that we're going to take off something so we can put on something else. And mm-hmm. So we're going to... Um, take our attention away from food, um, and some may choose to do other types of fast. We do want to press people into some level of food. But that might be a meal. It might be remove this. But if it's not, like I'm not forcing my kids to fast from food, right? So right, I think right. we're good, godly, wise, mature people. We can all discern that. But but let's take our attention off something and put it onto God. And the power with food is not that we're going to convince God to do something, but in about eight to 12 hours, you're going to recognize how <laughs> weak you are. That's right. And that weakness, uh, the Apostle Paul talks about it. He's like, man, uh, his grace is made perfect in my weakness. And as Americans, as Ancianites who are, you know, 
upper middle class, a lot of wealth in our city, a lot of right. mobile, you know, upwardly mobile people. We don't wrestle well with weakness. And there's something mm. that happens in the spiritual realm of just in our souls of like, I feel so weak and it makes us dependent on God, which helps us stir our affections to trust him more in our lives. That's fasting. And then lastly is worship gatherings. And this is what we get to do all together. So right. the prayer and the fasting is gonna be 90% on your own, right? Like 90% in the morning or, right. or taking your lunch break. But that worship gathering, that all gathering together, I mean, Honestly, I love it. Like it's right. so powerful um, to just have a room full of people who've been wrestling with God, who are weak in their body and know their need for Jesus and they show up and they begin to worship him. And so that corporate worship environment. And then we're gonna hear from some killer speakers who have words for us uh, that we're just gonna listen to God's word. We're gonna be in his presence. We're gonna hear from his word and hope that that makes a difference in our in the life of our church as we move through the 2023. Great word you had said there and, and to remind people, but by no means is, is prepare meant to be a legalistic checklist sort of thing. Um, as, you, as you led staff and, and the elders through it, this is an opportunity and this is an invitation. It's please enter into prayer. Please 100%. enter into fasting and worshiping together because think about this is that you remember those times in your life where you're going through a rough patch and you know that, that your prayer warriors, those five, 10, 20, however many people are praying for you right now. Think if the church of our church body, our family, all of Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday together yeah. are focusing on prayer for this year, are focusing yeah. on fasting for this year, and then that night gathering together. It's a powerful opportunity. Yeah, it is. It's You nailed it. This is not... Um, this is not a box check. Man, you do not get extra credit. Nope. It's not like you're this at our church, so you have to be a part of it. You know, This is an invitation. I think it's what we're trying to do is to say, as a church, as leaders, we're inviting you. But what the invitation is, is we're inviting you to spend three days solely focused on God and saying, God, what do you need to do in my life? right now. And one of the main prizes we can promise you is that dinner on Wednesday. It tastes, <laughs> what I've been told, that tastes pretty good. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> I, you know, as a guy who has fasted over the years is uh, three days of no food and you, I wouldn't slam a cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you need to be kinder to your body. But yes, it, it, there is a, there really is. I mean, we're going to break the fast with communion on Wednesday night and that's on purpose. Right. That we're breaking um, the fast with tasting the bread and the wine, and that's going to be kind of how we end that. And then, and then our hope is is that connection groups and friends go out and spend together and celebrate what God's done and and eat. So that'd be awesome. And that's that's another key word for that is just an investment, right? And so I, I think the vision is very clear. People understand that, and even the temples. But as you know, our society, everyone's back at work now. The kids back at school. The schedules went back to a thousand percent. Yeah. Why, you know, three days is an investment. What's how do how would we talk to our people about the worthwhile investment that we want them to make for three days? Yeah, I um it's hard for me not to get a little you know, sarcastic in my <laughs> response because my guess is if you don't come on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, that 75, 90 minutes, you'll probably put Netflix in the midst of that. Mm. So mm. um I don't think a, it is an investment because my kids are all high school, middle school, and game on. In yeah. fact, we had to cancel two registrations because my girls have to be somewhere Monday night for school. So sure. I get it. Right. Um, that that That's real. Right. And so we're, we're, we're not fighting against that. No, not at all. Um, but what we are saying is it's worth your while. Mm -hmm. It is worth your while to 
seek first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. Like, I don't, I'm standing in a place of scripture saying, why shouldn't you? Mm-hmm. I'm not, I, I don't feel like I need to convince you. I, th- I feel like I need to invite you. Mm-hmm. And if you think about that, although we talk a lot about the beginning of the year and resolutions and stuff like that, the stresses of life didn't reset. The pressures, yeah. the, the conflicts that you're dealing with, those are still there January 2nd, January 8th, as they were December 18th and December 25th. And yeah. our people, I think, having that opportunity, like you said, to, to walk into that is great. Let's t- spend a couple of minutes because our speaker lineup, let's just say it's it's pretty stellar. Yeah. Walk us through you know, how you got to pick our lineup and, and the people there because some people might not know every one of these gentlemen. Yeah, 100%. So the question is, is uh, how do we come up with these speakers? And the first honest answer is, is selfishness because I, <laughs> I really think, who do I want to hear from? There you go. What preachers stir my soul? Like, who do I like to listen to preach? And so... Um, you know, being a, a pastor, and I get to hang out with a lot of other lead pastors, right. and so I have guys that I really love. And so this this year, uh, we have Mark Vance, and um, Mark is a dear friend of mine mm-hmm. and uh, leads Cornerstone and Ames, which a lot of people in our church are very familiar with, and a lot of people in our church are like, Ames what? So that's, right. that's where we come from, and Mark does an incredible job. He's a friend. He's a great communicator, and... Um, I don't want to spoil it, but I asked him to come and share one thing because I've heard him sit as brother to brother talk about it, and I feel like it would be a good word for our mm-hmm. church. Um, Tuesday night um, is Chris Hareska from uh, City Light in Omaha. And so a couple of things is that there's a little bit of a lineup change there. Daniel Nimmers was supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. He's had some responsibilities uh, back in Bloomington uh, to in, at the church plant, Salt Church, that he needs to tend to. So he won't be here on Tuesday night, but Chris Hareska will be. And Chris, uh, I get to serve on a board, uh, the Salt Network Advisory Board, um, that helps give a lot of leadership into Salt Network. And so they're part of Salt Network. And honestly, he's one of like, when his face pops up on our Zoom meetings, I smile the most because he's just such a delight to be around. And I, I am eager uh, for our church to get to know him just because of how the impact he's had on my life. And and then last year... Remind us, uh, Chris, where is he pastor at? Uh, City Light Church in Omaha, okay, Nebraska. Great. Um, they have uh, a salt company there. Is it Creighton? Is that um, the university? In, sounds right. Yeah. It, we'll go with it. Yeah, yeah. We can, they have multiple we'll campuses in, in Omaha. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, they, I mean, those guys are incredible. And um, next is, is Wednesday night is Austin Wadlow, which here's what's funny, uh, Randy. There's a vast majority of our church that doesn't know no who idea. Austin is, right. right? And then there's a lot of us who are like, he was our teaching pastor yep. for a while before he planted um, the Commons Church in uh, East Lansing, uh, Michigan. And so Austin was here last year. He's mm-hmm. just such a dynamic uh, communicator. And uh, so it's really joyful for us to have him and Leslie come back and be with us because they feel like family, but they also know that he will just uh, shepherd God's heart or you know shepherd God's word into our souls in a way that'll be really powerful. So... That's kind of where um, all those speakers are coming from. It's interesting. As, as you lay it out, the, the invitation is so clear. Three days of prayer, fasting, worship together, three speakers from three different perspectives, yeah. three different life experiences, all somewhat connected. Yeah. You know, 
but also with very divergent views and, and it's just going to be a great opportunity. So yeah, um, we're just so excited. Keystone family, as, as you look at prepare, we're excited to see what God is going to do in your lives in coming days. 100%. We've already heard last year and I know Brent, you personally even said it, the prayers that were answered, yeah. lives that were changed by this. And which is what a great opportunity. So Keystone family, come Sunday morning, you'll get the first book for prepare. You'll get that all set up. Uh, I've seen a preview of Brent's sermon ready to go and then register for the services Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. We need you to register. Yeah, why is that, Randy? The right is it? It's gonna be packed out. <laughs> and let's let's be clear, I want this on record. We might have to put people in the lobby. Yeah. So if you've ever wanted to come early, this would be a yeah. perfect opportunity. Yeah, come early if you've registered. And I mean, this is this isn't about this, but this is the reason we built the building. Like right? we fully anticipate that we will run out of registrations um, and there'll be a waiting list to come. And that makes us sad, but we're six months away from another facility that could help. Praise know? God. Yeah, super excited about that. So Kisa family, come expecting God. We look forward to being with you during Prepare. God bless and go in grace and peace.